0: Well, today we celebrate the feast of Thomas Aquinas, Dominican priest and friar, philosopher, theologian, and saint. He was a man of the 13th century. He was born in Italy, and his teaching ministry took him to the emerging universities in Europe, most famously the University of Paris. Now prior to this, most centers of learning were found in monasteries. These new schools, these universities, were sparking mad with new ideas. Featuring rowdy debates. And they were stuffing cities full of students seeking adventure. Not only of the intellectual kind. A medieval society was beginning to undergo a cosmic metaphorical earthquake, if you like. There were new movements within the church, new movements outside the church. There were rival churches emerging at this time. And the initial ideas of the secular, of humanism, are all sizzling on the barbecue of this very fertile age. And it was in this age that Thomas Aquinas lived, thrived, and served the Gospel of Jesus Christ. The readings appointed for the Feast of Thomas Aquinas, and you'll excuse me, at least in the American church, include a reading from the Book of Wisdom. And the Book of Wisdom is a part of the Apocrypha. You've probably heard of that, of course. And in many Anglican Bibles, the Apocrypha has its own section, distinct from the Old and New Testaments. The books of the Apocrypha are also found in the Orthodox and Catholic Bibles. But the reading is very apt for my brother Thomas, because it speaks of his passion and his pursuit of truth, of wisdom. Here just a little bit of it again. Therefore I prayed, and understanding was given me. I called on God, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preferred her to scepters and thrones, and I counted wealth as nothing in comparison with her. I learned without guile, and I impart without grudging. I do not hide her wealth, for it is an unfailing treasure for mortals. Those who get it obtain friendship with God, commended for the gifts that come from instruction. Now, for some of you who perhaps have actually read, or for those people who have actually read some Thomas Aquinas, perhaps in university, some of you perhaps in seminary, the Summa Theologicae, or his Five Proofs for the Existence of God, might be led to believe that for Thomas, the pursuit of truth was just a head trip. Pure rationality, all cerebral, and no heart. Was not the case, as the reading from the Book of Wisdom illustrates, and as Thomas himself said so clearly, quote, love takes up where knowledge leaves off, end of quote. Thomas was a lover of God, and he gave himself to the discipleship of Christ through the order of preachers, also known as the Dominicans, which in the 13th century was a new religious order and was considered very suspect and scandalous by many people because of the friar's lifestyle of not living in monasteries, but wandering around Europe, studying the truth, and proclaiming it. Thomas's family shared this suspicion and tried very creatively to deter him from being a Dominican appointed for the Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas, and you'll be glad to know this time by the Canadian Church, is the beautiful climax of St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known, and our faith, hope, and love abide. These three, and the greatest of these is love. Thomas, despite his vast genius, his razor intellect, his immense learning, knew that we see in a mirror dimly, even if he saw more than we do. Yet this did not stop him from gazing into the mirror, probing the mysteries of God through faith and reason which for Thomas were both God-given partners, not opponents, and both necessary for the Christian life. But what about you? How regularly do you exercise your reason as a part of your Christian faith? How often do you ponder intellectually the mysteries of our faith, the teachings of our faith. How regularly do you seek wisdom? Yes, none of us is likely to become a Thomas Aquinas. But that does not exempt you or me from worshiping God with all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds, as Jesus said famously in the great commandment. Too many of us and too many of us in our churches ignore the worship, the love of God with our minds. Instead, preferring to worship God with our hearts. St. Thomas, as Jesus commanded, loved God with all that he had. May you and I, with the Spirit's help, do the same. Amen.